Hey guys, so it's Brother Jared Atkins here from that other Masonic podcast. Uh, listen, I just want to jump on here and say something real fast before you hear the following episode. Uh, Brother Todd and I uh, hunkered down for a marathon recording session yesterday afternoon. We put we laid down four episodes over the span of about six hours. Uh, the very first episode you're about to hear is an interview we did with Greg Sidwell about the Oklahoma Indian Masonic degree. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulties with the episode. We didn't notice until after or almost to the near end of the recording. So you might have some parts where the audio cuts in and out for a few seconds. Uh, we did our best to try to catch it, but this episode was too good to uh, not keep. I mean, that we couldn't just pitch it and we weren't going to be able to get a hold of Greg and redo it at the time. Uh, so parts that might cut out. If you have any questions about this uh, Oklahoma Indian Masonic degree thing, uh, get a hold of, of our Facebook page. Get a hold of me or Brother Todd personally on our personal Facebook pages, and we will give you all the information. We were going to continue to uh, promote this thing in the future, and uh, it's going down in June, so you got a good six months before, you know. But uh, anyways, we're, we're proud of this episode. Just, uh, you know, don't. Don't think too bad if the if the quality's not that great. Like I said, the audio will cut in and out on you uh, for a few seconds here or there at various times. But the the majority of the episode, I believe, should be okay. Uh, but again, I just you know we're we're proud of this podcast. We're proud of what we do, and I wanted to jump in front of it in case anything you know, just in case you guys are like, wow, that sucked. So, uh, anyways, uh, we hope you enjoy it. We thank you for our continued support, and uh, we will see you guys soon. Other Masonic podcast, Brother Jared Atkins, Brother Todd Whaley, Bethlehem Lodge 574, and we got a treat today. Yeah. We have our very first guest. We're uh, putting the uh, BTA2 adapter to work. Uh, Todd, would you like to introduce our guest? Uh, Sure. Uh, This guy contacted on Facebook, and he was uh, recently on the At Refreshment podcast, which I'm a big fan of, y'all know. And uh, they told him about our podcast, and he wanted to uh, come on here and talk about a... uh, a special degree they got coming up in June. It's the Oklahoma Indian Indian Degree Team. Uh, it's be there. What date was that, uh, Greg? 
they will be in Aldemont, Illinois on June the 24th of 2023. That's the last Saturday in June. Okay. Uh, the, degree, the degree will start at 10 o'clock in the uh, morning. Great, great, great. I mean, I've, I've heard about this degree team years ago with my dad. Uh, I don't know if he saw it back, back in the day or if he heard about it, but he told me about it and said it'd be something real neat to see. And uh, me and Jerry were talking before uh, we got on, got on the phone with you. And I think we're going to try to make it over there if we can. Uh, we have enough time to okay it with our significant others. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, exactly. Uh, what got you involved with this uh, uh, degree team? Well, uh, I basically stumbled across these guys on on Facebook. They have a uh, they have a Facebook site. It's the Oklahoma Masonic Indian Degree Team. And they are a uh, group of master masons out of Oklahoma, and they are also Native Americans uh, out of all different nations out there. And I guess it was back in January this year that I seen they were going to be in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's where they're based out at. And I had worked, I contacted uh, Kendall Balding. He's he's helping me on this project, and we were going to go out to see them in Tulsa in March. Uh, that fell through. Uh, I had a conflict come up and I couldn't make it. So uh, last July, Kendall and I went down to Huntsville, Arkansas, and seen these guys perform a third degree down there. Wow. And uh, we and it was it was awesome. Uh, it, back in about February, even before we seen these guys, we started to make it arrangements <coughs> to bring them to Illinois. Their, their calendar fills up pretty quickly. They do they only do about twenty of these a year, so they're kind of kind of exclusive. I uh. Greg, I had never heard of this. I've been a, I've been a master mason since uh, February 29th of 2008, and I have never heard of this before. And then when you contacted us and was like, "Hey, uh, the at Refreshment Boys gave you guys a shout out," and then you made contact with us, which, by the way, just Todd was like a fat kid in a candy store because at, at, at Refreshment, at Refreshment is his favorite Masonic podcast. So I love them guys and. Uh, I started looking into this after you had talked to me a little bit about it, and I'm like, this is probably one of the coolest things in, going on in Freemasonry today. Well, uh, and I'm glad you did your homework. I mean, that's that's exactly what what you should do when you get some some uh, guy contacts you out of the blue and says, hey, I'll, I'd like to have you help me publicize this, this project <laughs> I'm working on. Uh, make sure we're not clandestine and all that good stuff. But, no, this is, this is all on the up and up. It's all legit. Oh, yeah. Um, we are uh, we're, we're charging forty dollars per person to come and see the degree, uh, and that covers your lunch. And also, uh, we're gonna we have a coin that we've got designed. We haven't got it struck yet, but it'll it'll also get you that. Um, and I take cash, I take check, I take Venmo, I take PayPal. Um, we just recently uh, got uh, the little squares that go into the, your uh, your cell phone, so we can take your we can take your credit card. I mean, oh. there's just about I, I don't take Bitcoin. Or, or, that's oh. about the only thing that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fresh out of cash. You have to, you have to accept Bitcoin. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, uh, Greg, what's some uh, what's your Masonic resume look like? Uh, how long you been a Mason now? Oh, uh, let's see. I've been a Mason for 15 years. Uh, I'm a uh, two-time past master of Newton Lodge number 216. I'm a lifetime member there, and I'm also a lifetime member at Toledo Lodge number 834. Um, I've been just been a short stint as a district deputy, oh, wow. and I cur- 
currently serve on the uh, Masonic Charities Committee with our Illinois Grand Lodge. Oh, awesome. Uh, okay, so, so. Uh, you're well-versed in masonry then, so that's great. Uh, I don't tell, I don't know a whole lot of Illinois Masons. I grew up in South El- Southwest Missouri growing up, and I really wasn't, my dad wasn't really into it as big as I am. But uh, uh-huh. I've slowly met some people from other states and everything, and through the grotto I've met a bunch of people from sure. Illinois, stuff like that. But uh, never through, re- I never really ventured outside of Blue Lodge to visit other, other states. So I think I think it'll be interesting seeing this degree coming up in June for sure. Well, they uh, these guys they do they do Oklahoma work, and I've yeah. seen uh, I've I've been to Kentucky and I've seen I've seen Kentucky work. Uh, seeing these guys do Oklahoma work, and I tell the guys around here that my experience when with out of state work is they do everything that we do in Illinois, only totally different. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, we're like what we're like 20, 30 minutes from Kentucky, and I've never been to a Kentucky degree. Down I've there. never seen a Kentucky degree in fifteen years. I uh, <laughs> I almost went one night, and then uh, something come up. But I've heard. Uh, you know, Indiana likes to pick on Kentucky a lot, so we always give them, you know, a good a good joke here and there. But uh, honestly, I heard it's not very different. There. No, some states wording's different, stuff like that. But I know Missouri. Yeah. Uh, I see the Fellcraft, Missouri. It's a the way they kind of do their floor work's a little bit different, but nothing major that I would say that would make anything. Nobody, everybody, would be able to recognize what's going on easily. But uh, right. But uh, as far as uh, how many people do you think you're expecting for this event? We're hoping to get 500 people. Oh wow, that's a lot of masons. <laughs> that's a, well, that's that's why we're reaching out every chance we get to to talk with folks like yourself to help us get our word spread out far and wide. Uh, we've we've sent out uh, little press releases to uh, the uh, Scottish Rite Valleys uh, and all the states that are near us. Uh, try to to get them to help us publicize it a little bit. You know, we drove Kendall and Andrew. We drove seven hours to see him, and there was a guy that uh, he posted on their Facebook page that he had driven down to Arkansas from the middle of Iowa uh, oh, wow. to, to come and see these guys. And uh, you know, the you know one of the big things guys ask about well, what what makes this so unique. Well, they have special dis. This team has special dispensation from the Grand Lodge of Oklahoma <laughs> that they they perform the second section in their native dress. And that uh, that picture that I sent you guys that was taken in Arkansas after that degree after that degree finished up that day. So you you guys uh, have an opportunity of you can help us spread that that poster. That's that's what they look like. And, well, yeah, we do that. And another thing is kind of unique about them. The, the candidate in that picture, he's the guy with with the uh, kind of the white apron on. When you're the candidate for that degree team that day, you you receive one of those. That's a specially designed numbered apron, and you get to keep that. Now, that's absolutely amazing right there. Yeah, and the only way that you get one of those is if you are a candidate for their degree. And uh, after the the thing was over and the, the guy was doing the introductions, they had gone someplace, and they didn't have a candidate. And the guy said, I volunteered because I wanted one of those aprons. I didn't have one yet. And that's the only way you get one. Now, are they able to actually to actual raise somebody, or they use like a proxy? No, or? they will. They actually, they actually will raise a candidate. We okay. don't have our candidate yet, but uh, we're scouting around uh, different lodges. I mean, we'll steal one from somebody. Oh yeah, uh, to, to to come and, and be our candidate. No, this this will be a full fledged third degree um, from start to finish. They'll completely raise the guy, um, and it's it'll be. 
well, it's a unique experience, and uh, we're just happy to put together the opportunity to, to bring these guys in, and, and we just want to get the word out so more more people can come and experience this. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen the Pennsylvania degree team come down to uh, Kokomo, Indiana, uh, oh, probably 15 years ago or more, and um, they, put their, they put on their third degree, which is uh, – the wording's close, but the uh, – the the master pretty much did all the work and everything on that degree. If you if you can imagine that, um, okay. In Pennsylvania is they do it the very old way of doing it and everything. But instead of using a one like one of our local candidates, they're not allowed to actually do the do a a full fledged raising outside their state. That's the reason I ah. ask you that because they brought their own candidate and they said he'd been that candidate's been raised like. I think forty-seven times <laughs> throughout the years, everything. So he he knew what was going on. It was it was pretty fascinating, but it was a a beautiful degree. I mean, these guys basically the one of our grandmasters said what their master did for Pennsylvania did was he basically did every charge, every uh, lecture, crossfire, whatever you want to call it. He did all that from the east and never sat down once during that degree. So. Oh wow! If you ever get a chance to see the Pennsylvania degree, a uh, Master Mason degree, I, I'd say take your time and go see it. It's well worth it to me. Um, well, that's kind of what we ran, we ran into down there in Arkansas. Arkansas, they they don't have uh, anything that allows anybody to be raised in a special ceremony like like this. So this, the candidate for our day, he had actually already been raised. Oh wow! Uh, but uh, but he also has some uh, Indian and uh, Native American heritage, and so that also kind of added to the. The whole uh, theme of the day, so to speak. Okay, I mean, it's, I, I know it's going to be a really neat event. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I've already talked to my wife, tried to schedule a time. We got a vacation for July uh, July 4th to go to Minnesota to visit her sister. So uh, I'm hoping I can get away for a day on this, and she won't try to jerk my shirt tail back and let me, make me stay home. So um, well, this will be a good a good stop on the way up. Well, yeah, but we're not planning on leaving that early. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a good stop, but they'd be bored for a couple hours. It'd be terrible. <laughs> well, they can go over to Casey and, and check out all the uh, all the big things. Casey, Casey, Illinois. Casey, Illinois. It's it's a small town. It's full of big things. They've got like uh, twelve or thirteen different world record. Uh, oh items yeah. There. Yeah, well, I've 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 heard of that. I've heard it before. Now, yeah, and I've drove I've drove through Illinois hundreds of times. Uh, yeah, I used to live north of Indianapolis, and we drive through basically Effingham, take seventy always to St. Louis, to go back to Missouri. And I right. I have been through that part of the country so many times that I mean I could probably tell you if something if some someone mowed the grass I could tell you if it, they mowed it differently. <laughs> um, just from going back to visit so many times over the years. But yeah, we 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 never stop. We stop at every time to get gas and something to eat, and then head on back down the road. So, sure, yeah, we never never stopped in Illinois or just to get something to eat. So, yeah. Greg, so some, you guys have go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. Well, you guys have mentioned something in the introduction. I'm your first guest. Is that right? Yeah, we we've only been oh, doing wow. this. I think we only got what five episodes. Yeah, five episodes so total. So we've far. Uh, we've only been doing this for uh, about five months. I have another podcast that I do, so I've had the equipment for, and I've done this for about a year and a half. And Todd put a bug in my ear about a year ago that hey, we need to start a Masonic podcast, and I I kind of laughed it off, and then we. <coughs> We uh, finally pulled the trigger on it in January, 
and we recorded two episodes, and I accidentally deleted them. Thank God. And then, oh, no. And then Todd Uh-oh. got busy with his daughter's softball throughout the spring and summer, so then we fired back up, and we started over fresh uh, back in September. And uh, so here, yeah, you are our very first guest, and we are very honored that you've asked us to uh, – help use our platform however small it is right now in the beginning stages but you've you know wanted to use our platform to uh help promote this thing and we're very honored that you chose us well i'm just honored to uh, to to be a part of be a part of it and thank you for the opportunity to to help get our word out that's 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 what i'm looking for is opportunities you know one thing i want to do um and we will touch base with you uh probably off air is we're going to give you the name. I'd like to give him the name of our secretary yeah. and the lodge so he can send okay. an actual communication to the yeah. lodge so it can be read. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. And I'll, we'll talk to other lodges in the county and local area and everything and tell them all about it. Because I think, I think this is a real unique thing that's going on. And, like, I, I really want us to go see this. Yeah. And just the fact and, – and for those of you that listen to the show, whenever you hear this, since obviously we're not live in front of anybody – you, you know, you have to see this picture because in the second half of this degree, Todd and I have the pit. They're, they really are full headdress and everything. It the is colors. Colors. Everything. It is something to see. I say, Greg, when you first contacted me on this, I thought you were actually a member of the degree team. Yeah, I thought so, oh, too. No. I thought you were actually part of it at first. Yeah, I thought, okay, I'll be able to ask this guy all about Native American Freemasonry and all this stuff like that. And, which brings up another thing I want to talk about. Would, be, would there be any way for us to do a podcast? Is there going to be enough time or enough, you know, we could do a short episode with those guys or with the master or something like that, you think? or Well, um, I'm going to say possibly because these guys they're going to come into to Aldemont on Friday evening, okay, and then and then they will leave on Sunday morning. So right. after you know Saturday afternoon after the degree is over, um, you know they'll be they'll be around. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, the guys up north they 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 were hoping to get a chance to talk with some of them also, and that's and that's that's great. I think you know I'm I'm pretty sure they'll be open to it. I mean. David Hills is my contact. He's the secretary of the group. Okay. And he's been very open. And they uh, they actually also have two past grandmasters from Oklahoma that are on this team. So oh, wow. Now uh, that's something it, right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you say these guys are from uh, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma? They're based out of Tulsa is where, is where their mileage is all everything is based out of. But they're from all different uh, nations out there. Okay. See, I spent some time in – I had a cousin living in Tulsa for a while, and – I had a really good time in Tulsa one night. I don't remember it, but it, it, it said I had a good time in Tulsa one night. I know that. <laughs> That's back well, in my crazier days. but a good time. It had to be. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but we had a good time at Kane's Ballroom. I know that. <laughs> but uh, um, I kind of drew a blank there. I started thinking about my old days, and everything went foggy on me. <laughs> uh, It'll do that. Yeah, I know. it. <laughs> Greg, I, I do have a question for you. Uh, Certainly, and you you kind of briefly touched on this earlier, but maybe you could touch on it again. So, what made you decide that you wanted to kind of help with this thing and help facilitate this and be a part of this? You just you like the beautiful ceremony of it, or what got you like, hey, I want to be a part of this? Well, it was just um, it was an opportunity. Like I said, we started working on getting them here before we'd actually even seen them. I was. You know, I would, I talked with Kendall and we were going to go out there to Tulsa and, 
we were talking about it. And I said, well, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we see about if we can get these guys to come to Illinois? And so we just kind of did it uh, just to see if we could accomplish it. They they were in Illinois 20 years ago. Uh, oh, wow. It was the last time they'd been in Illinois. And they were in Illinois one other time before that. So you know, these guys travel all over the U.S. and, and Europe doing third degrees. Oh, wow. And uh, so I just uh, sent uh, this David Hill an email and asked him, what to, what does it take to get you guys to, to get to come to our part of the world? And and uh, he told me what it was, you know, we have to pay for their mileage. We have to pay for the hotel rooms, um, you know, and it's just it's just it's just a matter of paying for expenses you know and that's, and that's worth it comes in yeah it's i think worth I'd, it, really. i think i'd be worth it for people to see something like this yeah i think it, i think it's it's, a, it's you know freemasonry the third degree is so beautiful anyway i mean it's the symbolism allegories of you know life and death and everything and to see it done in any kind of costume i think it's neat i've been to some lodges where they do it in full costume but do it king solomon basically dressed up like the okay. you know jerusalem type clothes stuff like that Right. And uh, yeah. I think it's always neat seeing something like that, and you know, you know, having a special degree like this is always kind of puts Freemasonry, I think, in a better light. I think. Uh, would you agree with that? Yes, yes, I would. And uh, so that's yeah, that was there was no real, I guess, special reason other than just just to do it, just to get him here. Yeah. Okay. It's good reasons you can find, I guess. You know what I mean. <laughs> Now, have you yeah. been to any other special degrees? Like, like I said, I've been to, I've seen a Pennsylvania Master Mason degree. Have you ever been like to the uh, the cave degree down in Tennessee or anything like that? I've not been to the cave degree. I went down to Kentucky to the barn degree a month or so ago to try to promote the Indian degree. I never uh, heard of that. And one. that was yeah, it's it's in it's in Paducah uh, once okay. a year. I talked on this guy's farm. They got a real nice uh, pole barn that, that they do, and they they did. Uh, what they do six or five or six candidates that day. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, they, uh, it was, it was different in Illinois. We can't, uh, we can't do that many at one time, but, uh, yeah, we're not supposed to either, but some lodges still do. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably, we'll do Master Mason's one at a time, but I've seen three or four in one day. So <laughs> at one time, we just, we're very confusing. We were doing the floor work. <laughs> Yeah, we we can do up to three at a time uh, in Illinois. Okay, and you can you can perform up to seven degrees a day, which I've always thought about. Uh, you know, I should maybe submit a a bylaw change to say you know we can do nine because to if you can only do three at a time, if you're going to do seven, you got to do you're going to have to make three 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 trips there. You can have that's, three three and one. That's true. So yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah if, you're, if you're going to be there for that amount of time, why not put? Right. Give you the option to do two more. Yeah, watch another hour out of your life, you know. So <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Greg. So since since you're our first guest, Todd and I are gonna have to kind of work down a format for how we're gonna do okay. future guests and <laughs> in future episodes. So we're I gonna, enjoy talking to people. Well yeah, me. we're we're gonna we're gonna have to we can't let you out here without, you know, doing a little bit of an interview with you. So uh Okay. To start, tell us what got you involved in Freemasonry, why you joined Freemasonry. Why well, I joined Freemasonry. I joined Freemasonry at the invitation. Our, our local lodge was having a friend's night, and uh, a guy that I had seen around town uh, for many years asked me if I would be interested in, in coming to check it out. And uh, so I went, uh, my wife and I, we went, and we, we toured the lodge, and, and they uh, told me all about what was going on. And and 
I was heavily involved with the with Rotary with the Rotary Club in our town at that time, and I told those guys I said, well, I'm, I'm interested, but I really I just I don't really have a lot of time right now, but I'd, I'd like to <laughs> like to give it a try. Well, since that time, I've I've dropped out of Rotary. Uh, I've become like I said I, the resume that I gave you. I'm also a uh, certified lodge instructor, and you know I, I go around do degrees. I can do almost all of our lectures uh, in the Illinois work. There's one lecture that I haven't gotten nailed down yet, but um, I've, I've just got into it and just enjoyed the heck out of it, and uh, met a lot of amazing guys, a lot of a lot of, a lot of great guys, and it's interesting. You, you know, when you travel around, you see different groups in different places, but they're all they're all good guys. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I got through his family. My dad was amazing. My grandpa. And uh, okay. my great grandfather were all Masons and everything, but never they never really acted. They're you know good Masons in the community. No, 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 no. What do I always call it? What, what's my joke? What dues payers? You got dues payers and active members. That's uh, always my joke. I don't believe that. I believe your Mason's a Mason, whether you're an officer or not. Into I'm the first one to actually be a past master in my lodge, and go through the chairs and everything else, and you know basically be an officer in there. And so it, my family's all kind of thinking I'm crazy for being as involved into it, but I do love it. Um, what kept you coming back with it? Uh, kept coming back for, you know, learning all this stuff. What made you want to do that? Uh, well, the uh, the guy that got me in, he did a lot of traveling, and he was well-known in the area, and he just passed away this uh, this past January. Oh, too and, bad. And I missed him dearly. Yeah, I talked to that guy almost every day for 15 years. Sorry and, to hear that. Uh, yep. Not only, I wasn't always masonry. We, we traveled all over, and we talked about about everything that you could think of, but uh, and he was a real close friend of mine. But I, I got I got to go with with him and, and some of the guys that he traveled with, and and I uh, just I got to noticing that it was it was okay to go to a degree, but it was a whole lot more fun if you could be a part of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so that's when I just started learning some parts here and there, and and somebody would be struggling with a lot of the lectures. I mean, in the third degree, we used to. We used to joke, Ralph and I, that was my, my buddy that uh, AJ didn't feel like he'd done anything, but he <laughs> didn't earn his wages, he, huh? <laughs> didn't earn his wages, yeah. So when he got sick, uh, you know, I started figuring out, you know, <laughs> we don't have a lot of guys around here that know these lectures in the third degree. So that's when I kind of got on my horse and started learning those. And and just I just kind of started seeing, you know, gaps that needed to be filled. And mm -hmm. I've always been blessed with uh, being able to, to learn stuff quickly. Uh, so I've, I've kind of put that that gift to work and and that's that's kind of what's kept me coming back that's that's kind of where where i am uh greg's uh i just i came back last year uh i spent about eight years away i worked night shift and uh i had you know uh, had some other things going on so i came back last year my grandfather passed away in september of last year and i took part in his masonic services and uh I came back for the monthly meeting in October of last year just to say thanks for letting everybody, you know, letting me be the senior deacon at his Masonic services. And then, um, you know, before I know it, somebody sweet talked me into, well, it's good seeing you at the meeting. Why don't you come to a degree? So I came, went to a degree and then another one. And before I knew it, in the span of about a month, I'd seen four degrees. And then I came back for the November meeting and got put in the South. And then uh, it's just kind of went from there, but kind of, kind of branching off of what you said. And, and Todd knows this. I don't travel to see degrees. I travel to help work the degrees. Right. That's, yeah. that's what I enjoy doing. Yeah. I know when I was going through the, I did, I did four years on 
you know, three, four nights a week. And the funny thing is, when I was still at EA, I, I learned my uh, my work lecture, Crossfire Catechism, where you guys crossfire after a degree here in our in our jurisdiction. And I learned it, and I I just went to the EA to see an EA degree. Okay, you're, are you ready to give the, your lecture? I'm like, uh, well, yeah, I could do it. Like, okay, you're doing it. So I started EA <laughs> yeah, doing work. Well, as I'm going through the, you know, going through, got my Master Mason degree and everything, there was one old guy at my lodge, uh, Don Nesvig. I mean, he passed away now, of course. But as soon as I walked through the door, he'd always be there way before I was. He's retired, so he could do that. And as soon as I walked through there, hey, there's the guy who can do some work. He'll do whatever you want him to do. And I had to learn something <laughs> real quick to be able to do it. And that's kind of what kept me going. I'm learning it. I might as well keep going to lodge and keep doing this stuff. And I mean, I, I kind of found like a, my little calling there is it's doing degree work, stuff like that. I really, I really yeah. do enjoy it. It's, it's like, like Jared said, I don't go to watch a degree. I go to do a degree, to participate, yeah, and be a part of it. That's, that's, that's what I, I really enjoy. I mean, and there's, there's all the, all the great dependent bodies that there are out there and they're all, they're all great and they all do good work, but uh, I prefer to do my work in the blue lodge and, and help out with degree work. That's, so, that's where I really spend most of my time. So you don't belong to any other dependent bodies then? Well, I, I do. I belong to, uh, the Valley of, of uh, Danville and the Scottish Rite, uh, and also, uh, belong to the Inod Shrine Temple in East St. Louis. Okay. Um, but I'm not, not real active with those guys. Um, I had joined the uh, the York Rite, but I demitted out of that because it was like an hour away from me, and, oh, wow. and uh, I just I just wasn't, you know, it was it was a chore to get there, and uh, you know, I'm like it was going to be interfering with uh, with 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 what I love to do in the Blue Lodge, and, mm-hmm. and then you know that's you know you guys have already discovered this that for for the uh, there might be any younger guys out there that have just gotten into the fraternity, be careful. It's easy to overextend yourself. Oh yeah. The opportunities are there, and if you if you say yes, people will ask you to keep coming. Oh yeah, it's okay to say, no, I really I'm not ready for that, or no, I'm I, it's great, but it just doesn't just not what I'm looking for. Yeah, like I joined the uh, Indianapolis uh, Valley Scottish Rite not too long after I was raised, and it was about an hour and ten minutes from my house, and you know as a you know guy in his twenties and everything, yeah, I could have done it, but. You know, we're we're in a suit and tie to every meeting and being there for being there. It's really appealed to me that much. Well, then I joined the uh, I joined the Grotto out of Kokomo, and got okay. involved in that. Well, right there in Indianapolis, okay. and uh, I did all my degrees in one day through York Rite from uh, Royal Arch all the way to Nice Temple in one day. And oh, wow. I ne- I've never been. Yeah, I'm kidding. You're not know, kidding. And I've never been to one York Rite meeting in my life because they the York Rite I would have joined. Their meetings were the same night as my grotto met, and I was already an officer in the grotto. So I was like, well, I can't just drop out of this and go do that. So, you know, I'd right. like to get involved in New York right now, but right now I'm, just, I'm, I'm loving the Blue Lodge so much again because I, I moved down to Southern Indiana from uh, Tipton, Indiana, North Indianapolis, and it kind okay. of gave me a resurgence of my Blue Lodge now. So, because like I said, I've been, been, I've been, I was matching four times and you know, that stuff kind of helped rebuild my lodge. Well, now I'm helping kind of build up this lodge down here. Not, not that they really need a whole lot, but just kind of bringing in some new ideas, fresh ideas about how to get Fresh a, ideas are great, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure they were happy to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were. They, they already got me in the senior deacon spot, first chance they got. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, that's something I really enjoy. I mean, I, I love the appendant bodies, get me wrong. I've, the York Wright degrees are beautiful. The Scottish Wright degrees are all beautiful. And the Grotto is just a whole lot of fun. Uh, been my past monarch, obviously I grew up in Kokomo also. 
And so I enjoy that tremendously, but, you know, being four hours away now, I can't attend any meetings. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, far, far, like you said, Blue Lodge is where to be. That's that's where my heart is at right there. It's always in Blue Lodge. I know that. And I'm sure Jared's saying uh, I've been um, looking at joining other pendant bodies, but my focus is always going to remain on Blue Lodge. But, yeah, I have been exploring the option of other appendant bodies. Yeah, so you're not a member of the Grotto, are you? No, no, I'm not. I think, what, Gayo Grotto is probably closest to you down there? Or? Oh, yeah, that's the one out of Danville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that would be the closest to me. And that's that's where the, uh, you know, the Valley of Danville, where the Scottish Rite is, but still, yeah, that's, I'm, in a, I'm in the middle of the cornfields here, middle of the cornfields. Oh, I, I know uh, how you feel. I grew up like it. I grew up in the middle of cornfields. <laughs> I worked cornfields and everything, and. Up at uh, Tiffin, Indiana is where Pioneer's got a big plant and Beck Seeds are okay. up there and green tunnels all summer long. So, yep. So yeah, yep. I know that's no, how I, you feel on that one, but but luckily we had a local up, lodge, so we had Kokomo. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I grew up on a farm and, and worked with the Department of Agriculture for 37 years, and next month I'll be retired uh, two years. Oh, wow. Great. So I'm one of those retired. Bro, I'm one of those retired guys that can get there early. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about earlier, but uh, – yeah, yeah. I try. I, I just like say I, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. To be honest with you, and now I'm down here in the middle of the hills of Southern Indiana and having a good old time raising a family. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful through there. I've I've got some uh, well, a good friend of mine. He's he's just finishing up his year master in Suburban Lodge Number Seven Forty in Louisville. And, okay. Uh, I, I go over there and see him once him once in a while, and yeah. you know, that drive across sixty four. Where you guys are at, it's it's the pretty part of it. Oh yeah, we're we're just north of Holiday World, really. Yeah. <laughs> they go yep. down to Holiday World, go go north, you run right in my hometown. We're about an hour from Louisville. Yeah, really. We're right smack down between Louisville and Evansville. Yeah, that's what I figured because it takes me an hour to get to to the interstate, and it's three hours total from here to for me to Louisville, and oh. then from you know you guys when I looked was looking at it, it's like yeah you guys would be about an hour you'd be about halfway across yeah yeah we were at you know, bird's eyes a little bit about what, 45 minutes north of the interstate okay. we're a little bitty town here if you if you speed through it you wouldn't even notice it sometimes <laughs> <coughs> but yeah we have other lodges in the, we have two other lodges in the county too and we're probably the smallest one of all of them but uh where's okay. the get where's the good old country lodge down here and out in the country and you know, we got to try to get better at it. That's great. Well, there's a uh, Newton. Newton Lodge is the only lodge in Jasper County. It's Jasper County's got a population of about 10, about 9,500 9, people. And uh, okay. Newton's the county seat. And it's got about 2,900 people in town. And it's the biggest <laughs> town in the county. And, oh, wow. Uh, so it's. So it's probably about, it's, well, I mean, what's uh, Dubois County we're in. It's probably got about 50,000 people in, I think, something like that. And. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're we have well, we you say Jasper County, we have the city of Jasper over here in Dubois. Yes. County. that's the county seat and everything. They're they're a pretty good sized town. That's where all the factories and everything's at, and that's okay. where I work at. But um, but um, but yeah. So it's there's the, you know three other lodges in the county where I grew up. We were the only lodge in the county. All the other lodges sure. shut down throughout the years, and our lodge survived. Thank God. So well, yeah, it's Jasper Newton has. Um, We've absorbed two different lodges and oh, wow. uh, over the years, and uh, you know this year we're, we're struggling to get get a slate officers put together. So I, I, I we're I'm a little concerned for for our future, but uh, hopefully we can 
Yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot of lodges out there like that. Now, I know we're we're kind of struggling to keep officers sometimes, but a lot of our our officers are in their you know sixties, late sixties, early seventies for most part. Uh, Jared's what thirty four. I'm forty four. So we're like the young we're the young guys here. Now we're damn near middle aged. So um, I've always been the young guy in my lodge. Everywhere I go, I've always been the youngest for some reason. I started in my twenties, but um, well. <laughs> See, I've been well, Mason. This will be my twentieth year in Masonry this year. Wow! Yeah, that's, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, but I, I think wish I'd have joined sooner. What's that? I said, I wish I would have joined sooner. That's that's one well, of my my Masonic regrets is I didn't join until I was like uh, forty five. Yep, yeah, and I, I've heard I've heard numerous guys say it over the years. I wish I'd done this when I was in my twenties. I wish I'd done this when I was in my thirties, and you know, because they enjoy it so much now and everything, but. I think the biggest thing that uh, me and Jared talk about a lot is just getting there, get making sure everybody knows what what Freemasonry is. Because there's a lot of people out there now that have no idea what. And with all the technology now, everyone should know what it is. We should be shouted from the rooftops. I think that's just me, you know. Well, we should, but uh, you know, the, the the thing we have to fight is is all the misinformation that's out there. True. That these the, the people get these preconceived ideas that that aren't at all. Uh, correct uh and so that's that's one of the other thing is you have to fight with the with the technology that is the other side of the coin that's out there and it's just like everybody they think that okay this is good but what's bad about it what's the bad part and i'm like well it doesn't really bad but you know you can believe whatever you want but i'll tell you the truth <laughs> the, the only bad thing that i've seen so far is it's easy to overextend yourself and, and be gone every night of the week oh yeah definitely definitely on that i believe and, that 100 you know but then that's that's the bad that that's the only downside that I see and, and I tell guys all the time you know folks like yourself that have have you know you said you were chasing your daughter with softball which <laughs> yeah. is where you need to be and I, I tell our guys you know I'm one of those old guys I'm I'm 62 uh, so but uh, you know I tell these guys you know when we when we bring young folks in like yourself and guys that are younger than you when they're out chasing their families this is where they want if we say we're going to be a family organization we have to give these guys the time to go out and chase their kids and do and support their kids and do their families yep. and then they'll come back when they have time or maybe they can give you a saturday for a breakfast someplace and yep. give you a couple hours here a couple hours there they may not be able to come to every meeting yeah uh, you know and there are you know jerry made the point about active members and dues payers. Yeah, we got some dues payers, but the dues payers are the ones that pay your light bill. That's right. Uh, yeah. So you got to have those guys that we got to have them all. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'd like to have more active guys too. When you go down through the, through the rosters of the lodge, like why is there only 12 of us here? But uh, well, yeah. we've got 150 members. Well, then you start taking, you know, these guys all live out of state and these guys are all over 80 years old. And, yep. and then these guys are, you know, they're, these are guys are ones that are chasing their families. And it, it just, but, uh, it takes it takes it all, and we just have to let the young guys have their space to do their thing. And like I said, if they can give you an hour here, an hour there, yep. that's 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 what it's about. Well, I know uh, one old guy told me one time said Mason, he said uh, May, it's it's Mason's own fault that young guys don't stay active in lodge. And I, to my what do you mean? He goes, well, he said we teach these guys to be active in the community, to be good fathers, good husbands, and you know, stuff like that. And when they're out doing that, they're not at lodge. You know what I mean? I mean, right. They they need to be active in their kids, you know, sports leagues and in other organizations, civic, have civic duties, stuff like that. You know, we tell them they need to do all this stuff, but we also expect them to be here as a drop of a hat. See, so that it's just yeah. not it's not possible. 
you know, we want these guys to be good, good fathers, good citizens, good husbands. Well, sometimes that means they can't be here. And that's right. Old guy said that. I'm like, you know what? That is the best point I ever heard someone make about that. You know, that's why I've never, you guys, well, I'm busy. I was like, well, that's what they're doing. Well, I'm coaching my kids softball team or baseball team or I'm helping out the football team or I'm uh, on the park board or I'm on this board, this board. It's like, okay, well, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Um, it it yep. says right there in, our, in a lot of our charges, I don't know our charges, it says it's not supposed to interfere with your usual vocation. I don't okay. know if yeah. it's the same way or anything, but our, it's not supposed to get in the way of your life. It's supposed to enhance your life, I always thought. And that's, that's kind of our downfall as well. It's the best thing about it, but it's also kind of our downfall also. One of my favorite lines out of our rituals, out of the uh, one of the lectures in the first degree, it says, Masonry unites men of every country, sect, and opinion who would otherwise have remained at a perpetual distance. And, uh, you know, if I, if I hadn't gotten into Masonry, I wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. No, I mean, I wouldn't have met half the people I know. I mean, if it's through Blue Lodge and the Grotto and everything else, there's people I would have never met. Me and you live yeah. 10 minutes from each other. We would have never met. No, our you, daughters go to the same school. Yeah, we would have never met each other. And all the reason yeah. I really met Jared is uh, I run our Instagram page for the lodge, and he this is, I, this is who I am, blah blah, and everything. Our daughters yeah. are friends, and yeah, we we go to fire daughter dances a couple yeah. weeks ago, and <laughs> Christmas for me ever did. <laughs> That's great. Oh yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, you know put a bow on this. We we're gonna have to change a memory card, I think. Uh, Greg, one more time, why don't you find the time and location and everything and where people can find more information about this? Awesome. Yeah, thank you. This is the Oklahoma Masonic Indian Degree Team. They're coming to Aldemont, Illinois, and the grade school in Aldemont, and that's the first exit west of Effingham on Interstate 70. I think it's like 92 or 82, something is the number on it. Uh, it's going to be an air-conditioned gym. The gym will open at 7 o'clock in the morning. The degree will start at 10 o'clock. The cost is $40 per person. That covers your meal, uh, the challenge coin. Um, I'm accepting payments S-I-D-W-E-L-L or PayPal at I-L-S-I-D-2000. That's 2000 at com, Or you can call me. Uh, I'm, I've gotten calls from uh, other states. My number is 618 five six two nine four seven one uh, we don't really have a uh, a deadline on when to get your money in but i tell guys as soon as you think you're going to come send me your money we got we got too much stuff that we're trying to put together here that we're not going to have we're not going to have a lot of slippage built into this we're, we're running on a pretty tight budget uh, okay. right now we're looking at about twelve thousand dollars to put this thing together and i can't i can't be having a lot of food and a lot of coins left over that i can't get rid of so right that's going to be There'll be a few spots for that day, but don't count on walking up that day and getting in. Okay. Uh, so send, send me your money. I need your money. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, Greg? Don't we all? All right, and we will we will continue to promote this uh, every so often. Uh, we'll share it on our Facebook page, and we'll probably mention it in uh, upcoming episodes yeah. and everything. We'll do everything on our part. I'll put Instagram and everything. Yeah, and we'll we'll get with awesome. you uh, off air, and we'll give you the information for our lodge and how you can contact our secretary and make sure that he reads it upcoming at uh, stated meetings. And uh, yes. we'll help get the word out to the other three lo the other two lodges here in uh, Dubois County. Also, we have Founders Day coming up. Uh, Indiana, we have Founders Day in January. That's when they founded okay. Grand Lodge years ago in 1818. And uh, okay. we'll, uh, we'll pass some information because uh, we have a Grand Lodge officer local here. 
about getting some more people over there and you know seeing, seeing this degree i think it'd be a great thing for everybody to see today that'll be yeah, huge Father's day is kind of like our second grand lodge of the year it's kind of a midway okay. our, our, our grand lodge is always held the grand lodge is in may yeah our grand lodge and so this founder's day the grand lodge was founded january 12 1818 or something like that and so they okay. they they, they go scotch i could in annapolis they have big uh oh yeah yeah it's not really an open lodge or anything but they have like a big it's just a big event they have skits and information and they kind of talk about the year what they're planning on doing for the rest of the year stuff like that so there'll probably be over 300 something people there for that i would love to i've, I've got a great big uh huge poster that i that will run around to uh, like all the local scottish rights i would uh, i would welcome the opportunity to come over and set up my set up my table and, and chairs and and uh, hound people for money well you know what we'll uh we'll pass some information yeah. along to you about founders day and uh okay. i don't think we'd have a problem with uh, another brother mason from another state coming over and doing this i think that'd be a very welcome addition yeah it would be i think i'd really enjoy that uh, we'll say we got we have a, a our grand um, oh, what is Jackie Ash our grand lecture yeah grand lecture is here local in the county we'll talk to him and sure. uh, we have That'd a friend that uh, he's a grand senior deacon I think this year uh, okay we'll talk to him maybe I'll get back with you and uh, we'll okay. see if maybe you can't uh, come over here and come over here with all your material and everything and see how many guys want to show up for it. North, I mentioned you guys. You mentioned Founders Day. Anytime I can, I hear an opportunity, I, I just invite my. Appreciative that you chose us. So. Oh, yeah. This is a. This is a, I, we, we don't have a big following yet. We're working on it every day. If the words are darn before or whatever. Do play by play. I don't I, know. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it'll help us. It'll help you guys. Sounds great. All right, brother. Well, uh, Greg, it was a pleasure talking to you. Absolutely. And uh, we will uh, be in touch. Very good. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank bye you. bye. Bye bye. Still there? Yeah. All right. All right. We're off. All right. We're off now. Okay, yeah, Greg. Um, <laughs> if you uh, if you want to send us any information, you see, uh, Grand Senior Deacon, and that's, that's who I basically because we want to do a podcast at Founders Day also. It kind of gets okay. some of the some of our higher ups to be on there, which I got to talk. I got to go through them, of course, you know. But sure. uh, we'll we'll mention uh, about you wanting to talk about this degree and everything. Hell, they may have you stand up in front of everybody and talk about it. That, that, that'd be great. I, I have no problems uh, standing up in front of folks and talking. I, <laughs> I uh, did public speaking as part of my job for. Oh my gosh, you're still recording. <laughs> I guess I, it doesn't matter. We can edit it out. <laughs> All right, but. Uh, yeah, I, I have no problem with that. I would I would welcome it actually. I mean I've I got a, I got seats to fill. The, the seat the gym seats nine hundred and fifty and if we fill that uh, the the high school gyms across the road, it'll seat about four thousand. Oh so, wow. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah I mean I'd, I'd, our, that'd our be, target's five hundred. That'd be amazing to see a whole gym fill up with masons like that. So